Welcome to the Dear Sister Podcast, a weekly, raw, and transparent show discussing topics that women face, but that we rarely discuss out of fear that we are the only ones experiencing them. So join me each week as we conquer, heal, and evolve together. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Dear Sister Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Janae. And disclaimer, um, I am sitting by the window because I love the sound of the rain. Um, it's actually how I was able to come up with this week's note. So um, you may hear some rain in the background because it's raining OD hard. So just ignore it or if it relaxes you, then pay attention to it. But um, let's jump into today's episode. Um, also, it may sound like I'm reading, but I literally have like four one two like five pages of notes in my journal of what I'm going to be sharing with you today um so I want to read straight from my journal um as I was preparing I just feel like I should write it out and so I'm going to read what I wrote um but let's get started with the lesson of the week so I was going to share with y'all my experience last week of how I had to go to the doctor because I had a boil under my arm, but I'm going to save y'all the the details of that. And I have another story that has the exact same moral to it. So a few years ago, when I was still living at home with my parents, um, one of the, our bathrooms, the toilet kept, um, it was overflowing or something like that it was doing something right it just yeah it just I think it kept overflowing and so my mom would keep buying the little Drano thing I don't know the correct term for it but she would keep buying that and she would continue to pour it um in there follow the directions and the toilet would work for like a few days and then it would go back to what it was doing so then she would buy more Drano thing and then she would pour it into the toilet and again it would work for a few days and maybe one for a few weeks but then it would always go back to acting up so eventually she got to the point where you know what I'm just call a plumber so she called the plumber plumber came out and the plumber talked told her that basically her buying all that drainage or drainage stuff was not working why because there were roots that were growing in the I guess the plumb line right that connected the the pump to the toilet there were roots growing and so those roots had to be cut out or whatever dug out in order for the toilet to properly work now i'm not no plumber person i don't know a lot about toilets i don't know a lot about how the toilet is connected to something outside but what i do know is that i got a revelation back those of you know those years ago that also relates to what i went through last week when i went through the whole boil situation again i'm gonna save you the details of that because it's a little disgusting okay so i feel like the toilet and the plumbing situation is a more um acceptable thing so anyway my lesson of the week for you is that sometimes or a lot of times we are trying to deal with situations and deal with our own issues from a surface level right so we may um listen to a song and that'll make us feel better or we may go have sex to make us feel better or we may go shopping to make us feel better or we may go do a b c d e f g to make us feel better not realizing that there is something at the root that needs to be taken care of before we can 100% feel better right so so for an example, if you feel lonely, you may hit up a random, somebody you know has no future in your life. 
just so he can come over, you can cuddle with him, have sex with him, and for a few days or a few weeks, you are good. Like, you, you, you were able to satisfy that loneliness itch, right? But again, that itch for having some type of companionship comes back around. So what do you do? You call the next person and the cycle continues. So my lesson of the week is sometimes you have to dig a little deeper and get to the root of to why you feel the way you feel. Are you do the things that you do? Are you are going through what you're going through? There's always a root. And one thing I've learned as a teacher is that there is a reason why everybody acts the way they act and why they do the things they do. And I learned that during my first year of teaching. I had this student named Xavion. And for me, birthdays have always been like major to me so if I love you and I care about you I'm always excited about your birthday because my birthday was always celebrated and always made important when I was growing up and so when I got Xavion it was he was the first student to have a birthday with me um so I was super excited like Xavion what you doing this weekend for your birthday he was like uh nothing and he looked shocked that I was so excited I was like Xavion what are you doing for your birthday and his response was nothing. It's just another day. And I was like, you don't do nothing for your birthday? He was like, nah. It's just another day in my household. And at that point, I had a revelation that everybody has different lifestyles growing up. Everyone has different human experiences. So that those experiences impact how we view things. And so there's always a root cause as to why people act the way they act. There's always a root cause as to why people think the way that they do. And maybe you've been trying to deal with the situation, but you've only look, been looking at it surface level, trying to do things that will fix it quickly, but don't fix it permanently. Maybe what you need to do this week and this month is you need to get to the root of to why you are doing what you're doing, the way why you think the way that you think, the why to why you feel the way that you feel, and the reason of why you go through what you're going through or the cycles that you find yourself in. So that is the lesson of the week, and it also ties into what I want to talk about today. Um, so I'm gonna start my reading. It may sound like I'm reading, but I will kind of drift away from my notes whenever um, I feel moved to. So. It says, I had a whole other message that I was preparing for, and I felt led to take another direction. And I'll say the other one for a later date because I had been preparing for it all weekend. Um, but I felt like after church today, after listening to the preacher preach, um, I felt like that was confirmation that I definitely needed to one after confirmation from the sermon today but two after God gave me a revelation this morning as I was getting ready for church I felt that there was um a need for me to speak on the topic that I'm speaking about today so I'm definitely gonna still talk about what I originally planned to talk about but I'm gonna save that for another episode so this weekend I did not feel 100% like myself and quite frankly I haven't felt fully like myself since January started but it's like that every January. And y'all, side note, um, as I was writing that in my journal that I don't, I never feel like myself the beginning of January, God laid it on my heart. And so this is what I wrote. Could it be I don't feel like myself because God doesn't want me to be the same person I was in the previous year? 
Y'all, every January, I go through this little funk where I do not feel like myself. I don't feel like myself. I don't feel like my energetic self. I don't, I just get into this little funk and I don't know what it is. I don't know why, but every January, you would think I would be prepared by now to experience that. But every, the every January, the first few days, I do not feel like myself. And as I was writing that in my journal, it's fell on my spirit and I wrote it. could it be I don't feel like myself because God doesn't want me to be the same person I was in the previous year could it be that I don't feel like myself every January because God is setting the tone that he needs a different me a different version of me a different capacity of me in the new year and now I finally got it in 2020 um that God is setting me up although I don't feel like myself at this moment he is setting me up because I can't have I can't be the same me for a new year that's a word by itself some of you are trying to be the same you in a new year some people are trying to be the old them in a new year and that doesn't mean that you cutting people off it doesn't mean that you are um just switching all things up but you have learned lessons i have learned lessons in 2019 and now in 2000 i mean not 2020 yeah 2020 still feels weird saying that um god is calling me to be a different person by applying the things that i've learned and the lessons that i've gained in 2019 to 2020 so um that was a good revelation anyway in 2019 i was comfortable being by myself but saturday it didn't feel good i battled with god and i asked him constantly why do i feel alone why do i feel lonely and we know that we should know now that um lonely loneliness feeling lonely is really um i don't want to say it's a trick of the enemy but god's word says that um it is not good for man to be alone and god's word also says that god will never leave you nor forsake you never he will never leave you so technically you are never alone it's okay sometimes you're gonna feel lonely but you are never alone and so i ask god even though i shouldn't have because i already know that i'm not alone but in the physical i felt lonely this weekend and so i asked i kept battling like god why do i feel lonely like i'm oh i'm usually okay with like i'm usually okay with like being in my house by myself watching netflix but this past weekend it felt so uncomfortable to me it felt like i had been in a relationship for a really long time and this was my first time spending a weekend by myself and it was annoying to me have you ever been annoyed with yourself because deep down you used to something but on the other hand your your self is acting brand new like they're not used to it and so i wrestle like god i feel lonely right now like and i'm not used i'm not used to feeling like this like i have my moments but this weekend i'm acting brand new like i'm not used to being at home by myself and enjoying my own company and i work really hard to get to a place where i enjoy my own company but if i'm completely honest this past weekend i did not feel that way and so um, this morning I got a revelation and again, this, this past month I'm consecrated with my church. And so I have been being stretched and I have been going, been going through some things and I will share that at a later date. But, um, 
God gave me a revelation this morning. I'm going to read it to you because I wrote it down in my journal. It says that when you lack in one area, and this is God speaking to me, and I literally was getting dressed this morning, like trying to brush up my little edges, you know, make sure they're cute because I've been wearing this ponytail so I can get my hair done. But I wrote, when you lack in one area and try to find fulfillment in another area, and then when you realize that you lack in that area too, you become discontent. And you become uncomfortable because the things that you are trying to find comfort in aren't solid. I'm going to read that again. When you lack in one area, you go and try to find fulfillment in another area. And when you realize that you're lacking in that area, you become discontent and you become uncomfortable because the things you are trying to find comfort in aren't solid. So there's one area in my life that I have been doing good. And I realized that when I'm good in that area, I don't really be sweating over other things that I want, right? But the past few days, I have been struggling in that particular area, not of any fault of my own, but a fault of, you know, other stuff. And again, I'll share that with y'all later. Um, and so I was trying to find comfort in another area. But then when I realized that, well, you really don't have any type of fulfillment in that area either, sis. That's when I became uncomfortable this weekend. That's when I became discontent with my singleness, if I'm completely honest. Because another area of my life wasn't offering fulfillment. So what do I fall back on? Me trying to find fulfillment in my single life. Well, if you not really... If your single life not looking exactly how you want it to, sis, then that's going to cause you to be uncomfortable. Excuse me. That's going to cause you to be discontent and uncomfortable. And so this made me think about my prayers I've been praying for the past few days. And so, of course, y'all, I wrote these down too. um, Because I I literally had to cry out to God on Wednesday night. I literally laid on the floor and I cried out to God. And these were my prayers to him because I was desiring, like, I, I, I had a desire to want to spend time with God. I had a desire to really just want to praise God and just bless God and just worship God and be spend time under his, at his feet and just let him smile on me and all that stuff. But, but, I just didn't have my physical being like I just physically didn't have the strength or the energy to do it because I did not feel well I did not have the I didn't have the physical capacity to do what I wanted to do with God so I literally just threw myself on the floor okay because I had enough energy to just lay on the floor and I was like boohoo crying like snot coming out my nose like it was disgusting but these were the four things I asked God for as I'm crying out to him, I said, God, give me the desire to want to desire you more. God, give me the desire to want to want you more than anything. Light a candle that burns for you and you alone. And number four, God, I want to want you more than anything I, you could ever give me. I want to want you more than anything that you could ever give me. Because if I'm completely honest, one of my favorite um, worship songs is More Than Anything. And if you listen to Kanye West's new, um, his Sunday service choir, they have a rendition of that song. And I love that song. Like, I cry at that song because I really feel like I would love God more than anything. Right? And I'm going to try not to get emotional. But there are times where I don't show God that. 
And there are times where deep down I don't feel like I feel like sometimes I'm just giving him lip service when I say, um, Lord, I love you more than anything because my life doesn't always reflect that. Me trying to find fulfillment in other things in this world don't always fulfill or don't always show God that I love him more than anything. Me not being disciplined enough to spend time in his word and just sit at his feet and just praise him and pray to him and talk to him and be intimate with him doesn't always show him that I love him more than anything in this world and so I really had to be honest with God right I had to be honest with God because it's real easy for me to want to go pray with God but then an hour later I just realized that I wasted time scrolling on Instagram or I've been on Snapchat or just whatever you get what I'm saying so I had to go before God because my spirit desires to want to desire God more. But my flesh, at this point, like, I'm going to pray to you and I'm going to keep it moving if I'm completely honest, right? But I had to pray those four things, right? And so God took me to Ecclesiastes chapters 1 and 2. And, of course, I'm not going to read all of these, um, but I encourage you to read them yourselves. I'm not going to read these in their entirety but ecclesiastes chapter 1 verses 1 through 8 it says there are words of the teacher king david's son who ruled in jerusalem and the title of it are the subtitle for chapter 1 is everything is is meaningless okay it says everything is meaningless says the teacher completely meaningless what do people get for all their hard work under the sun? Generations come and generations go, but the earth never changes. The sun rises and the sun sets, then hurries around to rise again. The wind blows south and then turns north. Around and around it goes, blowing in circles. Rivers run into the sea, but the sea is never full. Then the water returns again to the rivers and flows out again to the sea. Everything is wearisome beyond description. No matter how much we see, we are never satisfied. No matter how much we hear, we are not content. Okay? And I just want to highlight verse 8. Everything is wearisome, wearisome, excuse me, beyond description. No matter how much we see, we are never satisfied. No matter how much we hear, we are not content. And then um, chapter 2 verses 1 through 11 says, I said to myself, come on, let's try pleasure. Let's look for the good things in life. But I found that this too was meaningless. So I said, laughter is silly. What good does it do to seek pleasure? After much thought, I decided to cheer myself with wine. And while still seeking wisdom, I clutched at foolishness. In this way, I tried to experience the only happiness most people find during their brief life in this world i also tried to find meaning by building huge homes for myself and by planting beautiful vineyards i made gardens and parks filling them with all kinds of fruit trees i built reservoirs to collect the water to irrigate my many flourishing groves i brought slaves I bought slaves, excuse me, both men and women, and others were born into my household. I also owned large herds and flocks, more than any of the kings who had lived in Jerusalem before me. I collected great sums of silver and gold, the treasure of many kings and provinces. I hired wonderful singers, both men and women. Um, and I'm going to fast forward to verse 11. But as I looked at everything I had worked so hard to accomplish, it was all so meaningless. Like chasing the wind, there was nothing really worthwhile. 
anywhere. Okay? So, I really want to highlight verses 8 from chapter 1 and verses 11. Verse 11, excuse me, from chapter 2. It says, I've turned to a lot of things for fulfillment. Again, I'm reading out of my journal. <laughs> men. I've turned to men. I've turned to boys. I've even turned to girls. And that's a whole nother episode for a whole nother day, okay? Um, y'all know I'm real honest, open, and transparent. But I put in parentheses how many of us have experience with girls for real because we like girls for real or because we turned to girls because we were tired of waiting on God. I don't know who that's for, but I feel real compelled to ask the question, how many of you ladies are in a season where you're liking girls for real because you like girls and, you know, that's between you and God or because you're tired of waiting on God to send you the man that you've always wanted, but you lost hope. And so you are basically settling. But again, that's neither here nor there. That's a whole nother episode, right? I found contentment in, or I tried to find fulfillment in shopping. I've tried to find fulfillment in getting money, right? Talking to men with money. I sounded real ghetto just now, right? <laughs> and all of them are only temporary fulfillment. I've tried to find fulfillment in having sex. And of course, that's only temporary fulfillment, right? And so I want to tell you that number one, Nothing will satisfy the longing that God has placed inside of you for him. There is something inside of you that longs for something. And sometimes you you um, you try to figure out, what, why do I long something that I, I don't know quite what it is? I know I want more of something, but I don't quite know what it is. That's God tugging on your heart, telling you that he has put something inside of you that longs for something that only he can fulfill right that only he can fulfill it makes me think back to the woman at the well right who was basically thirsty um and she would always come to the well around the same time because she was looking for something but god has given us a thirst that only he can quench number two chasing fulfillment and other things is like chasing the wind in chapter one verse 17 and it says um it says, so I set out to learn everything from wisdom to madness and folly. But I learned firsthand that pursuing all this is like chasing the wind. How many of us have ever, like we've heard the wind, like I can hear the wind right now as I'm recording this. But how many of us have ever tried to chase and grab the wind? It's not possible because as soon as you think you got some wind in your hand, it's blowing the other way. So God is telling us in his word that, excuse me, chasing other things and other people is like chasing the wind, right? It's never going to fulfill you because it's always going to get away. Number three, my sincere prayer for myself and for others is that we get to a place that God is more than enough. And I've said that. I've tweeted that. I've put that on Instagram before that God is more than enough. But Honestly, I've been doing lip service. And if I'm completely honest, if I'm completely honest, if I'm completely honest, I am finally at a place where I really want God to be more than enough. I want to be full off of God. I want to be full off of God. Okay? 
I want us to get to a place that we want God more than anything because besides seeing ourselves the way he sees us, being full off of him will keep us from eating off of plates we shouldn't. I'm going to say that again. I want us to get to a place that we want God more than anything because besides seeing ourselves the way he sees us, being full off of him will keep us from eating off a plate we shouldn't. You have to be very careful what you entertain and who you entertain and what you eating when you're hungry. And if you're hungry, let's think about it. When you go to a grocery store shopping on an empty stomach, your buggy be way fuller than it would be if you would have went to the grocery store. You were full and you stuck to what was on your grocery list. You get what I'm saying? So, being full off of God will keep you from eating off of plates that we shouldn't. And then verse chapter 2 verse 24 through 25 and I'm going to try to hurry up because the storm is really coming Um, it says so I decided there is nothing better than to enjoy food and drink and to find satisfaction in work then I realized that these pleasures are from the hand of God for who can eat or enjoy anything apart from God God gives wisdom, knowledge, and joy to those who please him. But if a sinner becomes wealthy, God takes the wealth away and gives it to those who please him. This too is meaningless, like chasing the wind. I want you to remember that none of the blessings, none of the divine connections that we're praying for, none of the open doors that we're praying for, none of the winds that we're walking into in 2020, none of that will matter apart from God. That's why it's important in this season for you to build a strong foundation in God. And I am praying that in this season, not only myself, but for the people that are connected to this podcast, because I truly believe, I truly, truly, truly believe, I truly believe that the people that listen to this podcast, we're kind of like in the same areas of life are like, we're in the same seasons of life and either like, we're at the same season right now or either you're in a season that I've already left out of so we're able to resonate with each other but I truly pray that in this season we will find fulfillment in God y'all I've tried it all and I'm finally on the 12th day of January sitting here recording this I'm finally at a place where I want to just find fulfillment in God because I know that if I see God first and I am full off of God my taste buds will change. Oh, my God. When I am full off of God, my taste buds will change for what I accept and what I tolerate and what I desire while I'm here on earth. And so, God has big plans for us. God has doors that he wants to open for us. God has, he has the awesome things that he wants to do for us, y'all, but... We have to have that foundation. And I am truly, truly at a place in my life where I want to have fulfillment in God, where I really don't want to just say it, but I want to live it like God is more than enough for me. Where I am full and satisfied off of God and God alone. That his blessings, if he doesn't give me anything else, I am truly satisfied. Like I want to get to a place like that. Because God is a faithful God. And I have tried men. I've tried boys. I've tried to find fulfillment in friendships. I've tried to find fulfillment in sex. I've tried to find fulfillment in weed. I've tried to find fulfillment in alcohol. I've tried to find fulfillment in partying. Uh, You know, while I was in college and even a few years after college, I tried to find fulfillment in getting money, spending money. I've tried to find fulfillment in, like, entertaining dudes that... 
have no possible future in my life who don't even can't even be my boyfriend let alone my husband like I've tried to find satisfaction in scrolling in Instagram to try to live vicariously through other people like looking on Facebook like I've done all that y'all and it all leaves you feeling empty that's what it does for me because none of this stuff is solid the only solid thing the only consistent thing is God he's the same yesterday today and tomorrow He's a good father yesterday, today, and tomorrow, right? He loves me today, yesterday, and tomorrow. He's faithful to me yesterday, today, and tomorrow, even when I'm unfaithful to him, right? Even when I don't do all that he tells me to do, he still loves me. He still loves you, right? When friends have turned their backs on me, when men rejected me and overlooked me right when people took advantage of me when people let me down when I didn't feel like I could call on any of my friends right God was there he was there and it is my prayer that each and every one of us will get our own relationship with God and that we will love him in a way that we stop trying to focus so much on him blessing us, but that we focus on his face, that we stop focusing so much on what he can do for us, but that we focus on him as a true and living God. And I'm sorry to get so passionate. I mean, so passionate. Well, no, I'm not sorry. Hell, I'm not sorry. But, um... God is good, and I just want to be at a place where he is more than enough for me. And I think um, the past few days, the past few weeks, God has been showing me that all these other things that I've been trying to find satisfaction in, all these other things that I've been trying to find fulfillment in, they're they're not going to last. So um, I am praying with you. Um... I like, I mean, Jesus, I'm sorry, I'm trying to read a text. I'll be praying for you and um, continue to pray for me. And I love y'all. And remember, if you need to hit me up, dear sister podcast at gmail.com. Um, please follow your girl on Instagram at Jessica Janae underscore. And also follow me on Twitter at, um, I gotta find my name. You can find me on Twitter at the T H E Jessica Janae Child because apparently other parents name their daughters Jessica Janae, but there's only one. Okay. Um. And what else? What else, y'all? I love y'all and thank y'all so much for rocking with me. Thank you so much for loving on me. Um. Um. I'm just grateful. I'm super, super grateful. Um, and I'm excited for what God's going to do in us, through us, and for us. But I'm more excitedly about just, like, being more intimate with God. Being more intimate with God. Because, like I said, I've tried everything else. I've tried to find fulfillment in everything else. But God is the only thing that is, um, is solid. So, I love y'all. Y'all have an awesome week. And I will see y'all back here on next Monday.